Hello and welcome to the Joyful Doctor podcast. My name is Dr Caroline Walker and I am the Joyful Doctor. Uh, I have a real passion for helping doctors to live happier lives full of reward and meaning and that's why I really wanted to bring you this podcast. Each episode is going to be an interview with an amazing doctor that I respect, love, admire and think has some wonderful things to share with you to help you to become an even more joyful doctor than you already are. I've um, really struggled over the years and um, as a doctor and also, you know, I've fallen in and out of love with medicine many, many times and, and through it all, I just keep coming back to this idea that we should be doing more of what we love. So I hope that through listening to these podcasts, you might be able to connect with what it is that you really love to do and to do more of it. Welcome. Welcome to the Joyful Doctor podcast. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Joyful Doctor Podcast. I'm really excited to have with me here today Katia Miles, a wonderful occupational health physician um, and wellbeing trainer. Katia, welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's so lovely to see you. Mm-hmm. Um, could you perhaps just let us, our listeners know a little bit about you and what you do and your background? Yeah, so my name is Katia Miles. Um, I'm an occupational um, health physician and trainer and speaker. Um, yeah, I've had an interesting medical career. I've been here and there. I've been at Mayo Clinic doing paediatrics a while back, and then I came back to the UK and did GP. And now I've uh, found my my niche doing occupational health, uh, which is all about work and health, uh, and how those the work and the health, how can those jigsaw pieces fit together as well as they can. Always not always a perfect fit. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I've really got an interest in well-being, and that fits really nicely with this specialty, especially work uh, well-being for people at work, which really helps individuals, but also helps the society in kind of broader sense as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's so great to have you here. I know you're going to be um, sharing some real gems of wisdom with us today that are going to really help people. <laughs> so um, I always start by asking my um, uh, podcast interviews the same question: What does it mean to you to be a joyful doctor? Yeah, that is. I've been thinking about this a lot because I've listened avidly to your previous Aww. podcast. Uh, and I think it's, uh, um, well, the reason I wanted to do this podcast is because I really believe in this message about being a joyful doctor and how it's really about uh, doing more of what brings you joy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the short answer to your question is I'm a joyful doctor. And luckily for me now, because I'm doing more of what brings me joy. Yeah. Uh, but there's a, there's a, I've had a little journey to get here like lots of us do. And for me, a large part of that journey was um, stuff I now teach, so it really dovetails nicely for me. And the stuff I teach is really about having awareness of what your needs are and who you are uh, as a whole person, mm-hmm. not just a doctor, because yeah. um, we all are human beings. Apparently, last time I checked, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then permission to yeah to, to do what brings you joy. Um, uh, and those are really key parts. And luckily for me, what brings me joy is teaching and training and looking back at my life. We were talking earlier. You know, I've yeah. done teaching actually throughout my life, right from when I was a kid. I taught dance mm. and I did special needs teaching at school before medical school. And then I've done teaching all the way along. And now yeah. oh, it's obviously a really uh, lovely thing for me to be doing. 
uh, alongside the clinical work. So that's kind of me being a joyful doctor. And I guess the other thing is that makes me really joyful about this particular work is, as we were talking before, it's really about um, trying to share this message with as many people as possible and change mm. the narrative. It's a big grand thing to say. But, you know, <laughs> over time. That's a great, great goal to have. <laughs> yeah, change over time, probably more realistically than in one day. Um, but yeah, let people well, understand and, and learn and, and know it's possible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, I couldn't agree more. I think um, I've lost track of the number of times I've been with a doctor who's been struggling with, what should I do? You know, should I stay in medicine? Should I leave medicine? Do I want to be a doctor? Do I not? And and actually, they've never actually just asked themselves, what is it that they enjoy? Mm. You know, what do they get up in the morning and think, actually, I'm really looking forward to this day and yeah. what I'm about to do? Or do they go to bed at night dreading, you know, the day ahead? Um, and sometimes when you just stop and give yourself that permission to think, what do I enjoy? What could I do? You know, could I do more of that? How could I do more of that? Then, yeah. then all these kind of amazing answers start to pop into your head that you perhaps wouldn't have yeah, seen before. Yeah. And they can dovetail really nicely with what you're doing or you can transfer skills from one yeah. to the other um yeah and I think you can contribute more as well because like, lots of doctors are driven by that as well and I think I am like many doctors but there are lots of ways to do that so you can yeah. contribute with clinical medicine contribute with writing speaking training contribute in so many ways I know yeah. one of your previous podcasters is loves horses and... yes Josie yeah. Jenkinson yeah yeah so there's lots of different so she's ways. helping people with um equine assisted yeah. therapy and yeah absolutely there's no limit really yeah. apart from what we believe is possible yeah um, like Henry yeah. Ford said right yeah and I I was really struck um you're saying about that you had always been a teacher basically before you became a doctor even you were teaching in lots of different ways and and that's something I think it's really important for us to pay attention to yeah is when we have choice about what we do with our time what we choose to do yeah because if you find yourself always teaching then chances are that you love teaching yeah. right and that that's something you should be doing a bit more of yeah. and or could be doing a bit more of and the lovely thing is for me I'm really fortunate it, it works well with clinical medicine and even within some of your clinical practice you're teaching or maybe coaching or encouraging but essentially you're with your patients encouraging mentoring facilitating yeah. their development so there's a little bit that comes into your traditional clinical medicine and then there's a lot of scope just aside from it um, yeah. but yeah no that's really the thing that I'm most passionate about now is doing doing that but also we were talking earlier about um about the difference between uh, like the analogy of being a cardiologist who spent all their time treating people with heart attacks and suddenly realised that there's a thing called smoking. And if you tell people, please don't smoke, then you might be able to reduce the number of heart attacks that really add upstream effect. Yeah. So that idea of prevention rather than cure. Yeah, or, and that's yeah. Uh, really, Perfect. I'm really passionate about that as well because in my clinical practice, we were talking about this as well, you see lots of people who maybe are at the tertiary end, they need treatment, of course we can help them and that's amazing and there's more services out there and if you need help, of course, please ask. And that's great. But also there are ways to go sort of upstream from that and, and prevent uh, ill health developing, which is better for everybody. Less distress, yeah. less complications, just generally yeah. kinder. And yeah. it has a broader reach than just doctors or just, it can be for everybody really. Yeah, well what's... I'm a big believer that if you heal doctors, you heal the world. Yeah, you know? of course. Because you're kind of um, going to impact on everybody indirectly one way or another. Yeah. But no, these messages, these ideas about how to keep well and joyful as a doctor, they're not rocket science are they there's nothing fancy about it it's yeah. just kind of basic human needs and meeting those and um and actually yeah the message we give to doctors is the same would apply to anybody it is and that's um, one thing i've said because i do some of this 
some of the teaching I do for doctors, and I, I sort of say this, and I say learn for you, but it will automatically, it will leak yeah. out. Into yeah, it will help your family yeah. or your patients. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So tell us about a time when you perhaps weren't so joyful. Yeah, and I was thinking about this too on the way here. So I think the answer is you know, I hadn't quite got the awareness and permission in place, really. So it's when I was on, the, I guess, the journey to where I am now. Yeah. So it's about listening to yourself and having awareness of where you are, all the stuff we've just talked about, but yeah. prior to those things settling into place, it, it didn't feel such a joyful place. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did, and then, did you know that you weren't in such a joyful place? Or were, I think how so. How did it show up for you? Um, yeah, I think it did. I think, um, I think it showed up in lots of sort of different ways, really. And I think one thing that's really interesting or important is this piece about permission, because I think you mm. it's not just enough to be aware. You have mm. to also allow yourself to do what you need to do, take the next step. Yeah. Um, and I think that can be a stumbling block for lots of clinicians. Yeah. Uh, so actually the chapter of the first, uh, sorry, the title of the chapter the first chapter in the book I'm writing ah, for, is for doctors is permission. Yeah. That is interesting because <laughs> when I do my teaching, I do I use an analogy or concept called three strands, and the three strands are awareness, permission, and a toolkit. And it, I like the analogy Fantastic. because you've got to weave them together yeah. to make a, a rope that's stronger than the sum of its parts. Yeah. And, of course, they're interlinked. They're not literally separate, but conceptually it's nice to think of them separately when you're kind of yeah. getting introduced to the ideas. I love that. So awareness, permission, and then and a, a toolkit. Tool so yeah. that's what I – so, again, growing from my journey and also the exciting thing, again, at this stage of my career is when I went to medical school, we're talking about this, there was another – this stuff wasn't talked about for medical students. Mm. There was some evidence, but the evidence base is increasing. So I, I'm excited by that. There's a lot more evidence-based mm. tools to, to share with people. Uh, uh, and aside from the toolkit, you might call it a traditional toolkit of, of sort of tools for well-being, there is the awareness and permission, which really are important because without them, you can't access your tools. So you don't allow yeah. yourself to access the tools. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I talk to the sort of the, the doctors and other people I train about that concept. Yeah. Um, I'll often ask people I'm training about you need know, to to write down the sentence I give myself permission to yeah. dot 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 that's interesting and then finish that sentence yeah maybe it's something our, our listeners today might want to try you know just write down the sentence I give myself permission to dot 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 and just finish that sentence with whatever you need yeah you know for some people it's like to I need permission to leave work on time or yeah. uh, to take a proper lunch break or to yeah. leave the job that I don't enjoy anymore or you know, it can be anything it can be big or small but just opening your mind up to that idea that there might be something going on that you need to change or do that you're not currently yeah. giving yourself permission to do and what I use for that it's really interesting to do that that's a great tip one thing I do with my teaching is I put up a picture of an oxygen mask and I just ask people what why am I why am yeah. I putting this picture up when we talk about permission and so far, one or two people in the audience, though not all, will say, oh, it's the analogy of put your oxygen mask on so before you so help yourself before you can help others. Yeah. Um, so if you're on a plane and it's crashing, yeah. you've got to put your own oxygen mask yes. on first yeah. before you put even your child's on. Yes. Because if you pass out, you're no good to anybody. That's exactly it. Yeah. And I think doctors sometimes struggle with that. And, yeah. it's, uh, and there's a really interesting thing that's happened. There's... Um, an update to Hippocratic Oath. So yes, yeah. There used to be the Hippocratic Oath didn't mention doctors' well-being, but now the newest version, it's now called the Declaration of Geneva, twenty seventeen. I looked it up recently. Yeah. Um, has a sentence in saying, "I will attend to my own health and well-being." And there's a doctor called Dr. Sam Hazeldean. Yes. I know you know about. Yeah, work, I do. Yeah, great hard. guy. Yeah. Lives at, um, New Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand. Australia. Australia. New Zealand. Yeah, I think it's New Australia. Across the pond. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Hi, Sam. yeah, exactly. Hi, <laughs> if Sam, you're listening. If you're listening. Um, but yeah, I think it's great, really inspirational. It helped to get the um, 
yeah, the Hippocratic Oath changed to include a duty of care to yourself yeah. as a doctor. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It's really amazing because it goes back to permission. Yeah. So it's like you now have permission because it's in the Hippocratic Oath. Yeah. From the minute you become yeah, a doctor. You can't argue okay. with that, can yeah. you? Yeah, <laughs> it's okay to look after yourself. So, um, oh my goodness, I could just talk to you all day about this and you'll have to come back. And we'll I'd have love to. And we'll maybe an extended um, uh, version of this podcast. But um, something else I always like to ask um, my interviews is, if you could just say, if this was like your last chance to speak to doctors out there that are struggling, what one thing would you want to say to them? Yeah, I guess I'd probably say the three strands we've talked about them. And I guess just a few more details about that would be the toolkit. So we talked about awareness and permission. Yeah. I don't, we probably don't have time to go into all here, but doctors are good at that bit. That's about going out, learning the evidence and applying it. That's yeah. the easy bit. Yeah. But there's all the stuff we know about, you know, sleep, exercise, all really important but I think the other stuff like social things social connection face to face not just online is fine but it's got to be on the phone or face to face that human bit gratitude Mm. um there's a a lady called Barbara Fredrickson in America she does lots of stuff on positivity and one of her things is right now is anybody putting pins in your eyes (laughs) it just really helps you keep stuff in perspective no uh, no, they're not yeah (laughs) so so exactly so there you go and what positive things are going on right now and perfectionism is something I like to talk about for doctors as well because it's a common trait has many strengths but it can be something causes struggles for the doctor themselves um, and sort of just trying to balance that yeah yeah, uh, obviously, no, they're times all fantastic not. points, and we should definitely bring you back and maybe talk a bit more yeah, in depth about some of those ideas as well. Um, are there any resources or books or anything like that that you would recommend? Mm, I, had, for... I, had to, I had to think about this as well. So, obviously, the Joyful Docs website is amazing. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, and then I've got my own little um, Instagram and LinkedIn and stuff, which I'll just show oh, you. Yeah, in if a people minute. want to get in touch with you. How can they do yeah. that? What's I just need way? to look it up. Oh gosh, I have to do that too. <laughs> I have remembered it, but not into. So I um have a little. Uh, I've set up my a little sideline as the Working Well Doctor uh, at the Working Well Experience. So you can find my Instagram at Working Well Doctor, Facebook Katia Miles Working Well, Twitter Working Well Doctor, and then I've got an email the working well experience at gmail.com and i'm also on linkedin so all those different Wonderful. ways fantastic um, so there's a little resources to get on but also a couple of things to highlight was there's some really good books which i really love one is called also human by caroline elton excellent book uh, yeah i think that's great and yeah, then also lovely lady she yeah i yeah, she's great i've met her a few times and then finding peace in a frantic world which is a mindfulness book um oh yeah i've read that it's yeah, a brilliant book it's as brilliant well. and, and it comes with a cd yes it so you does. can um, learn a bit about mindfulness and give it a try yeah and, yeah absolutely yeah. so i think that's a really great resource i think mindfulness so we've not touched on it too much here is really a useful tip for most people not all so it's worth you know getting making sure it's the right fit for you talk to your gp or whatever but in general it's a great tool and then podcasts which i think are great for the modern era definitely like driving to and from work yes. or picking the kids up from school or yeah. being on a journey yep. yeah yeah so of or course, at the gym with yeah. your headphones in or the yeah. train so yeah. all the joyful doctor podcasts are of course amazing <laughs> um uh and there's one other one i wanted to highlight which is one by positive group i've um i'm doing some collaboration with them but they've got two really interesting podcasts one is called pie and within it it's got a couple of different chapters about different strategies for well-being which okay. are all evidence-based that's pie p-i yeah p-i-e p-i-e yeah um and then they've got another one called resilient roads which is stories about people who faced challenging circumstances oh, so personal wonderful. narratives yeah well, they and sound I, great yeah and they're really 
and a really lovely group of people actually really yeah. amazing and, and lovely people and so and, and the resources I think are, are great as well and the one thing I was I thought about this one non-medical thing is a book and a podcast um for maybe the perfectionists out there mm-hmm. which is called um uh how to fail by elizabeth day oh it's a fantastic book yeah. great recommendation yeah. yeah yeah and she i mean there's lots and lots of really interesting things but in summary she's saying we learn from our mistakes how yeah. how can you succeed better yeah. by learning yeah. from your mistakes yeah fail your way to success that yeah. kind of idea yeah. yeah oh amazing we will put all of those um resources that you've mentioned in the show notes so that people can um access those and um, and we'll write the um, the ways that people can contact you as well if they want to get in touch um, to work with you or to speak with you further, uh, which just leaves me to say thank you so much for coming along today and for speaking with me. It's been lovely. And please come back again. I will do. And we'll, I would um, love to. We'll really dig deeper into some of these great ideas yeah. that yeah we've touched on today. Thank my, you. My pleasure. What a treat. <laughs> thank you very much. Bye for now. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Joyful Doctor podcast. Uh, Really um, excited that you found the podcast. And if you've enjoyed it, I would love it if you would maybe share it with another doctor that you know that might enjoy it too and get something out of it. Um, As I say, I'm all about trying to help doctors to live happier lives. Um, If you'd like to... um, keep abreast of what's happening at Joyful Doctor then do pop over to joyfuldoctor.com and you can follow me on any of the major social media um, sites from Facebook to Instagram to Twitter to LinkedIn. Um, I really hope to connect with some of you soon and please tune in again um, for another episode of the Joyful Doctor podcast.